Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Aaron Zuber, and this is one episode in a series of three podcasts and related ebooks providing insights from industry leaders designed to inspire you to lead boldly in your organizations. So today I'm joined by Mike Lucy, who is the general manager for ServiceNow's healthcare and life sciences vertical. Prior to joining ServiceNow, Mike has extensive experience in the industry. He spent time at United Health Group. And before he joined ServiceNow, he was the vice president of healthcare and life sciences at Salesforce. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this um, subject we're going to be d- diving into is just the idea of convergence. So many things happening around us at once, um, all sorts of different factors that maybe by themselves seem a little distracting or, or that they're getting in the way or they're impediments when possibly in reality, they can be used to leverage um, current opportunities and, and to help you move forward to achieve your goals. And if you've, if you've read the, the blog posting on convergence, uh, we start off with a quote from, from Eric and Andrew um, from their book, The Second Machine Age, then where they say none of these elements was particularly novel. And they're referring to TCP, IP, HTML, and browser. But they go on to say that their, com- their combination was revolutionary. So there's this idea of convergence um, happening that, that, that uh, helped to create a, a result that is greater than the sum of the parts. And when I, when I look at a, a book that I've read recently, um, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, book called Outliers, he examines different factors that have helped to contribute to uh, many folks that we would recognize um, as, as very, very successful in their own rights. And a lot of times we, we look at folks like that and we say, you know, they had everything given to them in their life. They, they were born at the right time. They had the right parents. They had the right means. When in reality, um, their circumstance, their drive, and a number of other factors really were the ones that contributed and were the things that contributed to, to their success. So it wasn't just one thing or another. It was this convergence of factors. So um, joining me today, and I'm happy to introduce Mike Lucy, General Manager of Healthcare and Life Sciences for ServiceNow. Mike, thank you so much for joining me talking about convergence. Uh, big topic, but I know it's something that uh, that is near and dear to your heart some, and something that you have a lot of opinions on. And I was just kind of reminded around one of our uh, conversations that you, you started to share with me this idea of, you know, storytelling and, and the journey and the things that we're experiencing and have experienced, especially in the past year, leading us down this journey. And I was just hoping maybe I could put you on the spot real quick and, and ask for some more thoughts around what we're seeing in the marketplace and, and how that contributes to the story that we're all a part of. Yeah, I'd love to, Aaron, and, and thanks for doing these series. I think it's it's really interesting and in the, the thoughtfulness that you're putting into this and, and the reflection of, of looking at past events and how it impacts the future, I think is great and inspiring. So thank you for pulling these together. Uh, so let's let's talk about storytelling for a minute and, and take a look at what Aaron was just mentioning around this convergence. You know, there's there's a storytelling scaffold that I I use when I think about the changes taking place in the world and sometimes even in my own life. And and that storytelling scaffold has the backstory, the event, the obstacle, the transformation, and the resolution. And if you you take some of these events that have been happening with the pandemic over the last year, you know, it's really what is going on in someone's world and and what is this big 
catalyst? What's the big event that took place? And, and for most of us in healthcare, whether it's a payer, provider, pharmaceutical, or med medical device organization, uh, it was COVID-19 and, and the, the impact that it presented and the big obstacle, which was it was hard to scale, hard to scale an industry that while focuses on caring for people and extending life and quality of life, still plagued by many obstacles on their ability to, to just meet the needs without bringing and throwing a lot of people at the problem. And so the, the um, you know, I used a, a quote in, the, um, in my keynote that talked about a quote attributed to Charles Darwin that said, it's not the strongest that survives or the most intelligent. It's actually the, the species that's most adaptable to change. And, uh, and I think that explains human beings. We are very adaptable to change. And, uh, and I think the question in front of us right now, and, and part of the theme that you have in, in this podcast is that transformation. Where are we sitting right now? And what do organizations need to do to capture all these challenges that happen, but take this moment in time, which is really a magical moment to say, what is the narrative of the future for my organization? What lasting impact do I want to have on healthcare in general? Because it is a special time. And I know for myself, I wake up each day with the goal of impacting healthcare in a really positive way and building a system that works well, not only for myself and my wife, but for my children and hopefully, you know, their children down the road. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a really powerful um, several statements that you just made there, Mark. I, I feel like, and I feel like it, you know, for the folks that are listening to this, I, I feel like they could relate, right? There, I mean, we're to a certain extent, we're all in the same in the same boat where we're trying to to influence and make the things around us better. Um, and and when it comes to healthcare, I mean, what a what an opportunity we have. I, I just I think of you know this you know technology alone, but I think also, and we we saw this last year was hey it wasn't the, the way to do business before when we'd get on a, on a video conference with each other. But, but through the pandemic, we've found out that not only can we, um, in some cases, it might be preferable. So we have this kind of hybrid approach. And, and I, I think of three things that really come to mind for me is, is aptitude. So when, when I look at, and, and you've probably had a number of these conversations where you, you you're, talking and you're interfacing with a leader that has a big vision and you're saying, you know, this person has, has the skills, the aptitude to make this happen. And, and then desire being the second piece, do they actually want to do it? So not only can they, but do they, do they want to? And then the third piece, I think that really brings it all together is opportunity. So, and what we're seeing here with convergence is like, yeah, this is the time, this is the time to act. And they kind of set the stage universally for these, you know, in, in these individual aha moments that their leaders have um, that are needed prior to change to say, this is the time for me to actually do something and kind of step up. And I know you have some thoughts around just, you know, landscape shifts and in, in a certain way, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, but, you know, maybe just, I'm curious to know your thoughts around, you know, how is that, how has this helped to set the stage today for leaders that might have been saying, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of waiting for that opportune time where I didn't do something when I think I should have," like what's what's different today? 
a lot of things. And if I, you know, if I go into that storyboarding piece that we had talked about, as we went through making it through this past obstacle, and we look and say, what is the change that's going to take place? What is the transformation that many are looking for? I listen to the market. I, you know, I have a very unique job because I get to see things through a global perspective. I, I spend time every day with customers in uh, in each part of the world, sometimes very long days, especially when there's Zoom calls. But it, it's never lost on me that I have the, I, I get the unique opportunity to listen to what each one of these leaders is facing, whether it's any one of those organizations, whether it's a life sciences organization or a healthcare organization. And I also get to listen from to the to the system integrators, the consulting organizations that are out there. And one thing that's striking to me right now is that that there's a consistent kind of drumbeat picking up here that minds are turning, changing to the future. And the system integrators are telling us that organizations are all asking for help right now to say, all right, we made it through this. We, we learned that there's things possible that we had only kind of dreamed of. We don't want to lose the opportunity to make real change and lasting change. And so that's not just one or two consulting organizations we work with. We're hearing it from all of them all around the world. So, so it's it's exciting to see that, as you mentioned, you know, breaking these into aptitude, desire, and opportunity, that I think many leaders are seeing that there is an opportunity right now to figure out what that future looks like. But they're also struggling to figure out how do they make that a reality. And so I, I think there's not only just the aptitude of the the individual and having the skill sets to be successful, but many of the organizations and these leaders are actually looking at their organization, which really is a living entity on its own, and saying, do they have the skills? Does my organization have the tools to be successful and the skills to be successful, or do I need the retool? And that is like the next change that we're seeing right now is people had to plug holes over the last year and there's this big momentum around retooling themselves to actually be able to sustain the changes that they were making and, and drive the trans transformation that, you know, I think many are trying to figure out that what does that mean for their organization? Well, better care, lower cost of delivering care, and hopefully, again, extending the quality of life. So it's really cool. You know, you, you look at it and you say, all right, this isn't ending. Um, and the very innovative organizations, they started those conversations six months ago, six months ago now. Now we're seeing kind of mainstream, all organizations starting to get into this conversation saying, I'm ready to make this change. And to me, that inspired, it's inspiring to me because it says people are trying to figure out the narrative of the future, like we just talked about. And uh, people aren't like retreating, they're actually leaning in, which is awesome for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I think you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about, you know, all of the different things that are happening at once. And, and, you know, that, that the idea of an organization being a, you know, on a living, breathing entity um, that has a lot to do with it. I mean, if you're, you know, one, one thing that might work well over in one area, you know, might not be the path that another organization needs to take. Um, and uh, I, I think we're, I think we're seeing that this, you know, this, all of these events coming together. Um, but one thing I, I would, I would say is I, I feel like, 
you know, the, this concept of, you know, the, a, a digital presence and the ability to, to run your business and, and, um, and take care of, in, in the case of, you know, health, healthcare, you know, provider, healthcare, life science, your patients, your customers, you know, being able to be relevant in the digital world is, is no longer a, Hey, this is a, a nice to have a differentiator in the marketplace. This is a, this is a necessity for survival. Um, and, uh, and I think we've seen that really, really blatantly, especially yeah. last year and moving into this. Yeah, I completely year. agree. Yeah. So I know, um, I know you've been working on, uh, you know, a number of things and, and you, you're talking to a lot of, you know, leaders in the space and, and, you know, this, this concept of, of digital front doors coming up quite a bit. And, and as we, as we move through, uh, you know, just, just our conversation here and kind of close up, I, I had a couple just closing thoughts and questions. And I was wondering if maybe you could, you know, maybe give us a little sneak peek at, you know, some of the things that are going on your, in your mind when it relates to digital front door and similar concepts. Um, and then maybe a challenge to any leader that, that you've been, um, that you've been talking to that's like, Hey, you know, when is the right time for me to, to, to actually, you know, put some, some effort behind these things that I've been considering for a while. And what, what would that look like? So kind of a two-part question there for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll break it into a number of different components on, on what we're seeing. So one on digital front door, it's always such a, a hard term to define because it means almost everything to everyone. And, uh, and so I'll, I'll break it down into how we think about it. So first part is how does somebody start engaging with your organization, whether it's for a clinical trial or whether it's for a hospital or uh, even a, a payer organization that, that is trying to answer questions. Well, that process, if it's not digital, it, it means that it, it's still paper, it's still phone calls and a number of other pieces. And even for myself, as we're having this conversation, I have a, a stack of papers, 20 papers sitting on my right-hand side right now because I actually have a medical procedure that I have to do next month and the organization, after I went in the first time, they sent me all of this and it's got registration on it. It says, I need to go and schedule myself for a COVID test. It says, I need to submit this other documentation. It's got at least three different fax numbers that I can use. Um, and if you look at those pieces in there around how do you make that front door um, accessible and digital, I would say we don't think of the front door as just like one entry point in. The front door is actually kind of a building with lots of doors on it and saying anywhere that a patient or a member um, or, or um, you know, a subject in a matter needs to interact with you, make it easy and then connect the workflow end to end. Because every time there's a handoff in there and it breaks because it's paper driven or something else, um, it's actually a big headache. Like this stack of 20 papers is a giant headache for me. And if I have it next to me, so I don't forget about all my steps that I need to do because it's important that I get them done in the right amount of time. So I don't mess up the flow for the hospital or, or anything else. And so the, looking and saying, how does an organization retool themselves? I think the first part is saying, all right, what experience were you able to quickly build during the pandemic? And then looking at what the current experience is for your old way of doing it, what do you want it to be? And what should it be? And when it's not the way it should be, what are the behaviors that it drives with, you know, with the individual that's interacting with you? Usually it means that they don't show up 
or they go somewhere else. There's lots of uh, lots of different challenges that go um, to with that. And, and then the last part is any organization out there that's trying to figure this out, you don't actually have to go it alone because there's been a lot of thought put into this. I see it with our own organization. I see it with the consulting organizations out there. Um, there are blueprints to do this successfully. And so as we're working on our solutions here and the things that we're launching this year beyond what we had launched last year with like our EMR health product and our vaccine product, um, we see a great opportunity to go end-to-end -end workflows, front, middle, back office, and actually improve the experience not only for the patient or the member or the clinician or the agent to the back office operations that has to deal with all the other paperwork that goes with it. Because if you only are solving one element of the workflow, front, front end piece, but you don't connect it through the rest of your organization, you're, you're just kind of moving the problem because you always have to think about what's the next step there. So I'm thrilled with what we've been working on. I, I am really encouraged by what we've talked about on this call, which is People are trying to figure out what's that transformational next step. And I think they're also asking the question is, if I do that, what is the consequence? And I think the consequence, at least from the lens that we look at it through, is a better quality of care, which keeps people healthy longer, a lower cost of delivering that care. And, um, and actually, a lot of employees that go end to end in this experience they're much happier about their job. And uh, you know, we talk about making workflow. Uh, I don't think there's an industry that needs more help in that and is more, more ready than ever to actually make the transformational change, which is awesome. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, the, your insights as always are, are invaluable. And I hope that, uh, I hope that the folks that are that are reading the blog and, and listening to this podcast are encouraged to uh, uh, to take action and, and to, to not be, you know, to scared, like you said, to, to not to try to go it alone, but that they, you know, you step out and embrace the, the things that are happening around us and, and you're forging a path forward that's going to make the, uh, the space that we're all in um, better in the future. So thanks again for your time. It was great having you on. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. And uh, I, I, I look forward to seeing what everybody builds for their narrative in the future and the impact they have. It's an exciting time. That's all we have for today's show. I hope this time provided you with a few ideas that will inspire action in your own organization and help you continue to move forward in your leadership journey. Make sure you check out the eBooks and other podcasts in the series. Please don't forget to share your thoughts and feedback and pass along to your own networks. Thanks for your time. And as always, keep moving forward.
And we explore this idea of convergence and how the times that we are living in are not just a recipe for disaster, which they can seem like at times, but also can be recognized as our ticket to unimaginable growth. So this idea that multiple factors are present at the same time represents an opportunity like no other for those that are in tune enough to recognize it 